Welcome to the Kwekwa Hinijin Audio Library. Kwekwa Hinijin is an African evangelist, prophet, pastor, and teacher of the Word of God. His aim is to reach all the lost souls in the world, no matter the cost. Join us as we listen to our prophet today as he preaches one of his messages from the Love Arena Church, Accra, Ghana. Praise the Lord. Welcome to our Super Wednesday Live Movie Service. It's indeed a wonderful time and a wonderful day to have you here. God bless you for joining us for service today. And um, I believe that you are going to be blessed as you are joining us. In Jesus' name, Amen. How many are so far enjoying the all-new, first ever, in our first time of break, Super Wednesday Live Movie Service? Yes. It's a wonderful Wednesday because it's our first Wednesday of the month. And the same way we prize, sorry, the same way we prize our first Sundays of the month to be communion service, that's the same way we prize our first Wednesdays of the month to be a wonderful Super Wednesday because it's another week and we've met Wednesday again, which is practically the middle of the week. Or the working days, hallelujah. So it just divides both of them, which is the whole working day period. From Monday to Friday, we have Wednesday divided, Monday and Tuesday, and then Thursday and Friday. That's why if God has blessed us to see another Wednesday, the first Wednesday in a new month, to see a whole week, then we must thank the Lord. That's why we even have Sunday service, hallelujah. So I'm very grateful and thankful for the opportunity to be here tonight. God bless you all for joining us for our wonderful service. It's been a wonderful time with you all. And believe me, I've been very excited as I've been here for a while now. And you know, it's amazing how the Lord has, uh, you know, given us the ability to be here at this moment in time. It's always a blessing. Yeah, it's always a blessing. So I told you that I told you earlier on this year that it's not every service that will be streaming. Some of the services you have to make yourself available to come to church to listen to the word of God for yourself. Because I told you that it's not every time you'll be staying at home listening to the word of God. Hallelujah. You have to dedicate some time to actually go out of your house and go to church. Is that not it? Yeah. So welcome to our Super Wednesday live midweek service. We are beginning right now. So let's pray. Father, thank you for the ability to be here tonight. As we come to share your word for this short time, I believe that we'll be blessed, we'll be transformed, changed, renewed, restored, and inundated with the word, filled with the word to go out and do more with the word and to effect it in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated wherever you are watching. And um, this service was in stream. So if you are watching this service over again, it's probably one of two things. It's either it was uploaded or it's either it was streamed hours or days after the service had taken place. Yes, that is what we are going to be doing now. We are not going to be streaming services as often because we feel like it's an opportunity 
in, in other words, the way the country has become hard data is another opportunity to actually start to meet ourselves in church, to know ourselves better. Some of you are online, I have not seen your face before. Hey, so yes, you have to start coming to church. Find your way here. And um, there are numbers always on the screen available for you to call. Hopefully, um, we'll prepare one for you at the end of this service, hopefully on the screens. And I believe that you'll be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright. So, um, most of you realize that this morning, more, uh, the thing they didn't broadcast on YouTube, the Thy Word is a Lamp onto My Feet conference, the last session they not broadcast. Hopefully, I'm hoping that the technical team will deal with the broadcast of that session before uh, this current broadcast because that one is very short. It was because of this service that the, uh, the broadcast of the Thy uh, Word is a Lamp onto My Feet conference was very short. So if part of the message came and then the other part was cut off, therefore not resuming again from any time, then it's, you know, one of two things. I told you that if the service is not streamed, come to church. So that's why I told you earlier on this year, the first midweek service of the year, I stated this thing. So don't say it's coming to you like a surprise and this is why, no, we don't want that. We are starting to come to church. Come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So silence your phone wherever you are. It's time to listen to the word of God and I believe that you'll be blessed. No calls, no interruptions. Just listen to the word of God. Amen. Now this morning, I briefed you basically on one of the most important messages in uh, the Love Arena Church's history. As youth, teenagers, whoever we are joining the church, it was a very important message for us. Hallelujah. Praise be unto the Lord. So this, today, today I'm going to be continuing on that message that we tackled in the afternoon. For those of you who were not able to join, I'm going to give a brief recap of the message so that you also don't miss out. Say Amen. Alright. So, this afternoon, I spoke on, basically, your real family or your family in Christ Jesus. And I gave you a few points that were defining what family is and why you should value family. Hallelujah. Your real family or your family in Christ Jesus. That was what I was talking about. So I'm continuing on that tonight because I feel like I have to um, go deeper with the topic. Hallelujah. So today I'm going to be talking with you or I'm going to be talking to you about this particular thing called your family in Christ Jesus. First of all, what is a family? Don't tell me a family is a group of people related by one common blood or lineage or adoption. Don't tell me all those things. I don't need social studies definition. A family is a group of people who will support you in every time and every day, every need of our lives. In every need of our lives. No matter what they come first. So no matter what you approach them with, no matter what the situation may be, 
they are ready to avail and speak for you. Hallelujah. So that is who a family is. It's a group of people who are ready to avail themselves to you. Then you also unveil yourselves to them. So it's a group of people availing themselves to, their, to, to themselves. It's a group of people availing themselves to themselves to, at the end of the day, gain a successful result or serve for a certain goal to be accomplished. So that's a family. Amen. Now, who is really your family in Christ Jesus? Now, take notice of this. Whenever a child is born into the world there are a few things that you need to notice first of all as the child grows nobody teaches the child who god is hallelujah automatically they know and as you grow them in the things of god by taking them to church that is beginner's growth you teach them that God is their Father, the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. They learn these things in Sunday school. So, therefore, what or who are really our parents when it comes to this world? Because it's like, even most of our parents are forsaking us. I'm not saying you, but I'm saying if you go out in the world today, majority of the parents of most children don't really care about what their children do not for them to have freedom not for them to have a feel or a sense of life no but they just don't care do you understand what i'm saying yes there are people like that they don't really care about what their children do they don't really care about what becomes of their children they are happy with whatever their child does some may ask, is there anything wrong with that? No, basically, no, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying that, you, you see, it's the fact that we have so many beggars in our world, sorry, in our country today and even in our world. Because I can't only state Ghana, I can also state other regions where you go and you still find beggars on the streets. It is either the father was not available, the mother was not available, or both of them were not available. And the child was left somewhere and preserved by God. And with every country differs as to how they own up to their real family or they go to their real family. Once you go to the US, they feel like they've been suffering their whole life. So how can their real family be God? But they don't think of the fact that somebody protected them through their infancy. They don't think of the fact that somebody actually carried them and took care of them through their infancy. God protected them because there are a lot of dangerous things. Yes. Either the father wasn't there, either the mother wasn't there, either this or that person was not around. Yes. So all these things define family. So the, the fact that we are seeing majority of the people outside today in our world that do not have parents, that are orphans, you ask yourselves that where have their children been? At times you see certain taxi drivers, the person is old. You see certain um, uh, market traders, 
right? You see them very old and you ask, why are they selling? Shouldn't they be enjoying the fruit of their labor? It is because they did not avail themselves as family unto their children or unto their family in whom they call family. Do you understand what I'm saying? It means that they did not give their all into what they thought or what they claimed to be family. So then again, we come back to the thing that so if all these things can happen with human families, the mothers and the fathers of today, then who is really our family? Who are really our parents? Who are really our parents? I'll answer you. You are the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, do you know why their family before your family, your worldly family, or before your worldly family comes in? That is your first family. That is why it is supposed that when you make when you make it in life, one day or at a certain point or a certain moment in time, what happens is that um, what happens is that basically. You are expected to go back to your family, share your riches and wealth with your family. But most of us don't do it in the right way. That is why when we are successful to a certain point, we just come down from here to here. Because we don't really know the type of family we are giving it to. Because there are a lot of things when it comes to family. Yes. So who is our actual family? God the Father, the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. That's our family. So that's the first family. That's why the Bible even says, the seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. So if it is glory and praises that you want from your family, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Because that's your first family. That family was there since the day you were formed in the, your mother's womb. You were with them, you were as spirits. And in fact, you are still a spirit. You were a spirit, and now you become grown. Now your, your spirit is also growing. So the more you grow, the more your spirit is attracted to certain things. The more your spirit is held strong in certain things, in certain areas of your life. Yes. Praise ye the Lord. So this is one thing that we must be conscious of. Who is really our family? And I told you who your family is. Now, some may ask, Pastor Say, are you that insensitive? Why is it that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is our family? Why is it not the fact that the person who gave birth to me and took care of me is rather my, my first family? Or should be rather my first family? Listen, listen, first of all, if you want to call a family anything, right, it's the fact that they put you first and you also put them first. So it is a reciprocal thing. Both of you are selfless for each other. You should be the type of family. 
whereby you are always intact with each other. You are free with yourselves. You are selfless. There's nothing that somebody, unless they don't ask, there's nothing that somebody you ask that you uh, uh, they will not receive from you. That should be your family. That should be your situation. But some of the families that we have in our world today, even in our country, they call all sorts of families, different levels of families, extended, aunties, uncles, I mean, so many of them. And you find out that none of them really support you or really love you because it is just, you know, because of something. That's why they love you or have this type of affection for you. But then again, the Bible says, don't trust anyone. There was a certain prayer meeting, I told you this morning, at Alosh Church, that we read. The Bible says, don't trust anyone. I wish I could always find that scripture for you. The Bible says, don't trust anyone. Not your wife or even your best friend. And when it means anyone, it means anyone. Don't trust anyone. It's like that. For any reason whatsoever, don't trust anyone. So you can't trust family. They are also human beings. So are you. Don't trust anyone. And whosoever reads the word of God should note that if it says don't trust anyone, another person reading the word of God too will not trust you and you too will not trust the person. So you both don't trust yourselves. So it's a reciprocal thing. That thing goes around. So when the Bible says that seek it first the kingdom of God, why do you think it says we should seek it first? We should seek it first because that is our first family. And that is where our praise, our glory, and more finances are going to pop out and come for us. Say amen. So, if you receive some money now, that is why we give title. That's why we give our title and our offerings. Because we know and it's like a certain mind that has been put in us that ah, this is my family and I'm giving it to them. They should grow it more for me. So it's like giving some money that you've earned here to somebody to build a house for you in a certain area or a certain way. It's like you traveled abroad and then somebody, uh, you know, you become a borrower. So what happens is that you send money to somebody to build a house for you. You get back. If not built it, they've used it on a wedding. Hey! Is that not amazing? So, you see, people cannot be trusted. That's why you must trust the Lord with everything. So seek if everything. Then no matter the little that you have, seek if the kingdom of God. Yes. Because, listen, it may seem like it's your last money. It may seem like it's the last thing that you have. Apart from this, there's none other thing or there's none other that you do not have anymore. You don't have anything. So what becomes of the fact that, or what becomes is that you don't, it's like you don't have money anymore. So why should I give my last to God? But the thing is we should understand that why can't we just stop being scared and believe in miracles? Because at the end of the day, 
It's fear that keeps us from giving to God. Therefore, proving a fact that we are His child or we are His children. How many of you have given your tithe here in the Lab Arena Church? Hands up. Yes. Exactly what I was expecting. You on the screen there. I know you've not given your tithe because you've not seen it yet. Because if you've seen it, there'll be documentaries, flyers, and many other things shown. Evidence that you have given this and that. So, we do know. Some people too, the last time I was sitting there, something came into mind about this uh, offering center thing. And it was the fact that, you know, some people will be sitting there, you'll be on the stream. The thing is that, what's happening at the back? Amen. What's happening at the back is that they are actually, you know, um, what do you call it? They are actually watching you, but when it gets to the offering part, they'll be like, they are going to have money. Maybe somebody else will send in place of you. So if God is blessing them, they should bless, they should bless them and also bless you and add, or which is which is which. At times, let's use what God has given us. Let's use it wisely. Amen. He has given us a family. We are his family. That's why we are children of God. He did not reproduce us. He transfigured us into his children. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that is why there's a certain, okay, you know, one day I'll just take my time, gather all the scriptures for you and just show them to you on this very platform. Super Wednesday, maybe next month. Or let's see, what about this? Why don't we make Super Wednesday Every first and last Saturday, a Wednesday of the month. Or why don't we do that? Or we should. Let, well, let's. We'll see to that. But that's what just came to my spirit right now. Anyway, that aside. But what I'm basically saying, or I'm trying to tell you, is that your family is God. So God should come first more than anything. Let God be paramount in anything that you do. Amen. Let God be paramount in anything that you do. If God is the first thing that comes, all things shall be added unto you. Listen, I put God first in everything. Before I do something, I think of God. If it's necessary for me to do it, I do it. If it's by influence, I have to go back and ask forgiveness to God. And the price or the consequence that I have to pay for that is punishment of the fact that I cannot, you know, be somebody or I cannot have a very good day. You get it. So this is my father punishing me, which is God. So I have my worldly parents who provide. Yes, appreciation goes to them. But if you are going to give anybody anything, should you make it? It's going to be because of God, who is what? Your father. So you go and account for what he has given you to him again, to show him how faithful you are as a child of God. Before you even come to your family to start donating to funerals and start donating to 
uh, house projects or whatever that is going on in your house. Are you understanding me? Yes. So many of these things we need to take into consideration. So your family out there should come second. They've taken care of you. Okay. But were they the owners of your life? They've given you food to live. Okay. But still, were they the owners of your life? They've clothed you. Okay. But still, were they the owners of your life? In as much as they are doing everything that you think is of value, it's not really of value. The air that you are breathing, should it cease right now? Will your parents provide air? Can they pay for artificial air or oxygen? Can they? For how long are they going to do that? At some point, they will give up. But God never gives up on you. Note that down. God never gives up on you. Should your breath cease right now, the only thing that your parents can do to save you is to send you to the hospital to go and put oxygen on you for a short period of time. But do note, those things come at a very expensive price. That's why I'm asking, for how long are they going to do that? If not your father, God in heaven, that will bring upon a miracle into your soul, into your nostrils, into your life, to be able to see me face to face today. If not for a miracle from him, will you be here? If not for the air that your father in heaven has provided for you, if not for the life that your father in God has provided for you, what would have become of you? That's one thing that we all need to notice. So, you see, this is what I'm saying. God first, family and everything that is important to you. We should be in a good and sensible order. Should come second. God first and family that is important, anything that is important to you should come second. And after God is the word of God. Is the mandate of God third. Hallelujah. So as you are going to God, all these things are being fulfilled. As you seek God first in anything, all those things are fulfilled for you. The mandates, the ministry, everything. Because you are doing the things of the Lord. It's not a storybook. Get that into your thick skull. It's not a storybook. It's God's testimony of the fact that his children obey him and are blessed because of him. Let's make the Lord proud. It's high time we stop worshipping the Lord in private. We stop hiding ourselves and go out to show them who really our father is. But some may ask, Pastor Sir, 
if I'm going to show people who my father is and God hasn't even shown me who he is yet by doing so so and so for me then how do I have a testimony let the word of God be your testimony that's your answer let the word of God be your testimony you have no excuse let the word of God be your testimony nothing else nothing more nothing less let the word of God be your testimony you're going to show them if you go out you're going to show them this is what this guy did this is how he ended up this is how this woman was experiencing the problem of blood for so many years went to Jesus Christ and listen let's show the people who don't know the father yet who don't know their real family yet, which is called the father the son and the Holy Spirit who their real family is let's show them back to their parents have you not seen the movies whereby when somebody's parents worldly parents are lost for so long and they find them again look at the joy that comes to the parents so wouldn't it be joyous if we could also bring that same methodology thinking strategy to God Our time is running out. The sooner you get to know this truth, the better for you. The sooner, the better for you. I leave you with this. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And everything shall be added unto you. Let's show people who their real father is. Let's show people who our father is. We have our worldly fathers, yes, but their power is limited. Why don't you show people your limitless father? The one who owns every business in this world. The one who owns all gold, silver, diamonds, and finance in this world. And let's see. How he's going to honor us. It's like honoring a rich man. After you honor him, he will give you a reward. This is what the Lord is telling us. Honor him. And he'll give you a reward. I tell you. So, I'm not someone who has thrown my parents away. No. In Christ, we are meant to love everyone as we love ourselves, including our worldly family, no matter what they do to us. But seek God first. Love Him first before you go on loving others. God should be paramount in your life. Show God your Father. What did I say? Show God your Father. Amen. Alright. I think that will be all for tonight. And I believe that we are, we are blessed as we do that in Jesus' name. As you've learned of this truth, my prayer for you is that you know more of this truth. You learn about it and you become the truth. 
show God who you are. Let other people see that this is your father. And this is the power that he has. This is what he can do for you. Show God your father. Stand to your feet. Begin to thank the Lord at this moment in time. Begin to praise his holy name. Begin to worship him and give him all the glory, adoration and the praise. The thanksgiving is his. To learn about you once again tonight, about our lineage, who we really are in Christ Jesus. We thank you for your word, your truth that has come upon today's church service. We ask for your grace, your mercies, and all that pertains of it to be added unto us. In of Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God. We honor you, O Lord. We thank you. We give you his, your, your glory, the adoration that you deserve, and the praise. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. you may be seated. Thank you for listening to today's message. This message was brought to you by Pego Energy Ministries, the Love Arena Church, Love Arena Media Productions, and Love Arena Music. Did you enjoy today's message? Do you want to hear more of the Word of God? Simply search for Pego Energy Love Arena on any one of these audio podcast platforms: Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. You can also search for Quaker Hennigan on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and see you another time for another wonderful message ministration by Quaker Hennigan.